Ty Stevenson here, Waters Brewer, Brewer Story, One Life Brewing. And today I'm drinking this guy. Always one of my good go-tos. Easy drinker, wit beer at 6.5%. I didn't realize it was so high. Nice. But uh, today it's Thursday. It's Thanksgiving back in the US. And this is where everyone pays respects for anything that you've been given or I'm, I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, a lot of people love turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, biscuits, stuffing, cranberry juice, cranberry sauce, uh, champagne, apple apple cider, everything. But uh, today, I'm not out there, so I'm here with you guys. I'm going to be talking about a little state of the union for the craft beer world. I just came up with this topic about two minutes ago, right before this, so... Let's roll with it and see what we got. But, so yeah, uh, I had my craft beer. I sell them in cans. I think that's a major point is cans right now sell. Whenever I go to a craft beer uh, bottle shop or tap room, mm, always pretty good. But whenever I go to a bottle shop or tap room, I almost specifically look at cans. I know this beer is good because I've been drinking it for a while now, but it's in a bottle. Um, when you go to places that only have bottles, well, then you just choose bottles because you got to drink the beer, right? <laughs> of course, but if you go to any, any modern place, I would say that's like high influence, high resume for the craft beer world, such as California, for example. I think it's all about the cans. Um, I just released my, my three new beers, uh, a, a Tropical Christmas Coconut Chocolate Stout, uh, Do the Dirty Double IPA, and Enjoy the Journey New England IPA in 16-ounce cans, and cool graphic design labels, uh, similar branding, meaning my label, is, or my logo is in the same spot on the beer every time. Um, all my names for my beers are three words long, and I have three words that are descriptors underneath the style of the beer and then the alcohol percent as well and uh yeah i think cans is a huge thing uh next one is it's still going crazy as the new england ipas i kind of thought this train would kind of die out over the last year and a half or so but it never never really died out it's still definitely a thing whenever i go somewhere still i go to a good brewery or something i check out how many new england ipas they have what kind and then I'll try a couple. Um, most, I think, I think people got the uh, the solution. I would say for the New England IPAs, the good ones nowadays. I think it's very easy to find good New England IPAs now, um, even here in the Netherlands. Also, way back in in U.S. as well, everywhere. Um, I still think Imperial Stouts and like kettled sours and stuff do pretty well because that's what the market likes. That's what I like. The cool, interesting, crazy shit. But I think we're like kind of just running on marketing is what I would say. Uh, it's getting to the point where I see a big brewery out here called Cloudwater, for example. Um, all their cans nowadays are just some cool graphic design. They have their, their logo in the same spot on the can and just a couple words for a random name and a, a hazy juicy. And they maybe just change one hop or even just the timing of the hops. And it's, it's, it's just like mass-produced New England IPA, hazy juices, 
and they sell it too. Cloudwater, they still brew pretty good beer, but it's just all marketing at this point, I think. Um, uh, one of the hardest, one of the like pitfalls I'm looking at everywhere is the distribution of craft beer. Um, I think the reason for that, a lot of it is because of legalities and permits and laws and everything. But I still think if you're able to start a distribution company in the craft beer world, you can make a pretty good amount of money. Um, but it's difficult working with so many different breweries and tap rooms and bottle shops and getting your schedules down and blah, 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 making sure con like the, the accounts are doing good. Um, many things go on that list. It's a very difficult game, but there's tons of money to be made if you're willing to do that. Um, I think the easiest, for me, best way to make money right now in the craft beer world is to have a small brewery. If you have the skills to brew your own, do it. Um, or maybe even hire someone that does have the skills. But brew your own beer. Uh, if you are if you can, contract brew it even. It's hard because contract brewing would cost like one third of your whole fucking expenses. So it's something to think about. But start a tap room, get a physical location where people can come into your, your establishment where you brew your own beer and have a good time. When you go out to drink, it's a social setting. Um, for a craft beer geek, they go there and they try the beers, but it's also a social outing. That's where we feel at home, you know, the craft beer guys, they go to the brewery and they know all the guys and they, can, they feel comfortable with the beer, so they're happy there. Um, give them something to do, maybe Top Trivia Tuesdays or... I don't know, <laughs> something, something Saturdays, like today is uh, Thirsty Thursdays. Every, I guess I'm going to do every Thursday. I'm going to have a beer with you guys and uh, just talk about something beer related, maybe brewing. Today I'm just going, since this is my first one, I'm just kind of going over a little state of the union where we're at right now in November 2019, Thanksgiving, um, here in uh, Zandijk, the Netherlands, just uh, drinking a wit beer. But yeah, we went over some cans, tap rooms. Brewer, tap room in a brewery is where you should make the most money. Everyone knows you make the most money from pouring the beer out of your tap into your glass to give the customer right then and there. It doesn't go through any middlemen and you can charge the most. That's where your most profit's made. So if you can get tons of people in your tap room to buy tons of stuff, boom, you win. That's all you have to do for that is location-based marketing. Um, you can do that on Instagram, social media, go to ha type in hashtag whatever your city's name is, look up the top three people, go and like seven of their posts, maybe comment on two of them, one of them, and maybe give them a follow if you think they're good. You'll probably get attention. Maybe invite them into your brewery. Maybe give them a free beer. Hey, look, you made a friend who has a lot of people, a lot of influence. Okay, and now they're going to become hopefully a champion of your brewery. They'll come to all your events and blah, blah, bring their friends and everything about that. Um, social media is huge. Uh, can releases are huge. Um, events at the brewery are huge. Location, location. Uh, good foot traffic is always good, but some places they don't have the foot traffic. So how do you get people there? Well, figure it out. That's, that's all marketing. I can't do everything for you. But um, yeah, so cans, tap room where you make the most money with your own beer if you can also a restaurant i think that's right after both of those things um people love their food with their beer but a restaurant's a whole different game if you want to get into that 
Um, when I was working at Stone, they probably made more money off their restaurant than they did their beer in Napa. Who knows? I don't know how every place that serves good food is, but that's how it was, I felt like, in Napa when I was working there. Um, but yeah, I think the medium range to big range breweries with a distribution is still possible, but you need tons of money to be able to do that and tons of influence. Um, the distribution's killer, man. Um, in the beer world, if you can brew good beer and get it to the people and have it legally sold, you can sell tons of fucking beer, tons of craft beer, IPA, stouts, anything really. Literally any kind of like craft beer, brown ales, whatever the hell. New, especially New England IPAs. But places such as like Dubai and the Middle East, for example, they have laws making it illegal to drink beer. So... They'll go on the weekends or whatever, they'll go to the different country where beer is, is legal and they'll just get drunk and shit. It's like the Vegas. <laughs> but um, every country is different. Um, we in the U.S. also come kind of pretty much from a drinking culture. Um, I've been in different places now where the, it's they don't come from a drinking culture. It's not like you just drink. Like us, we'll just drink. We don't really care. Some Most of us, you know, we, we come from a drinking culture. England, Ireland, they're the same. Um, but yeah, a beer culture specifically. So in places like Spain, they're a drinking culture too, but mm, they're predominantly more wine. I would guess, I would say actually. Mm. But yeah, um, I, th I still think craft beer is going up, but like all these can labels and beer names and different marketing tactics that I see people doing now is just so stupid, man. It's, it's it's getting a little bit too mainstream, I would say. The, the, the craft guys aren't really craft anymore, and a lot of it's just for the money. You know, what do people want? Yeah, just do that, do that. No, man, just brew good beer, talk to good people, have good times. That's what we're here for, no? <sighs> but yeah, I think that's just a little quick state of the union of what I've been able to think of in the last 10 minutes and off the top of my head. Um. If you guys have any other critical news for the craft beer world, drop it in the comments below. I'll get back to you and see what I can do. But if this little uh, video on Thirsty Thursday from a brewer's story brought you any value, please share and like and comment and tell a friend. That would be helpful to me. Um, trying to dominate the world here. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much. I want to have one more cheers with you. Salud, prost, lime. Peace.